Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today my co-host is David, how are you doing? I'm very well thanks. Good, good. Uh, We're here today to talk about season 10, episode 17, the first of the six bonus episodes for the third half or 10C for for season 10. Uh, We're we're in a very strange situation here, (laughs) I feel like. Um, It's called Home Sweet Home, season 10, episode 17. What did you think of the first of the six bonus episodes focusing on Maggie? I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's always nice to see Lauren Cohen back. Um, so, you know, to get a first sort of proper episode with her in it, cause she sort of showed up right at the very end and, and we didn't really see a whole lot of the last time. So we're getting to find out a little bit more about where she's been, kind of. Um, we've got to see her making Negan again, which is going to be interesting moving forward. Mm. I, I did wonder what they were going to do with these episodes, whether they were going to be somehow sort of almost self-contained mini stories or whether they were going to kind of continue on whether they were going to end up being sort of six almost bottle episodes or whether they were going to end up continuing the story in some way and i'm kind of glad they do seem to have continued the story which is good uh although i you know it sounds like because this isn't one of these based around the here's negan book yeah so there is definitely going to be one that's kind of going to be looking back a bit more into the history so be interesting to see where they go with the rest of them but uh but overall i mean it's an interesting one because it's not like some big grand opening you know because you are still part of season 10 technically so it's sort of another episode and they have introduced new characters and stuff and and you've got new bits and pieces but um, it wasn't like some huge, big, you know, battle sequence or anything like that. There was some nice little action bits in it. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it was fine as an episode. I, I quite enjoyed it. It was nice to see everybody back. So, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed the episode. I thought it was relatively good in certain spots. It was just really weird to sort of like, okay, we had the, you know, the finale in October. And then we had uh, Fear the Walking Dead and... Um, well beyond running at the same time, which we covered both of, by the way, if you want to go and listen to those. Um, and it was just really weird to sort of like miss the entirety of February and being like, The Walking Dead isn't back. This is very strange because we're, we're so used to it being like clockwork, aren't we? Sort of c- come back in October, yeah. take a break December, come back in February, end in about April, something else comes on. And then we have, you know, maybe fear during the summer. And then we go back to Walking Dead in October, rinse, repeat. Uh, so to kind of like have one episode in October, miss February, come back in March. Um, we we knew obviously why, you know, COVID and all that. But um, it it was strange to kind of like settle back in, start watching it and being like, okay, figuring out in your mind, okay, this is when this takes place and Maggie's come back. And um, I don't know, it's just, I mean, because The Walking Dead, the main show, I mean, it's done obviously bottle episodes before. Uh, his, it's historically not been particularly great at them but uh is is done those in the past definitely but this is certainly a different flavor of a bottle episode this isn't sort of like okay let's catch up with what uh morgan was doing or or whatever you know in like the in the season six episode or or whatever um this was sort of like okay let's take this very particular time piece where we saw the return of maggie in the season finale um but we didn't know like okay who has she met along the way meeting herschel which i thought was really cool by the way um yeah and sort of settling back in and then figuring out like okay this reaper group who are they they're not from the comics by the way so they were kind of new but uh, they're going to ask that yeah yeah they they seem to be a kind of one and done sort of group uh as well but uh yeah i sort of thought okay they, they've got to be like a temporary group because there's no way that you can drag them into season 11 when you've got this other new group that we've just met so it was just it was a little bit awkward to settle in and figure out and just think about like okay this isn't your typical next episode continue the story uh and i know obviously episodes in the past have gone back and like you know we had the whisperers backstory explained and we had all these other bits and pieces explained as well um that uh, it was just it was just a bit strange to settle into that. Also, for it to be like the seventeenth episode of a tenth season in February mm-hmm. was just I, I don't know it was, a, it was a, just a little bit weird and unbalanced. Better we know why. But overall, I thought the episode was was all right. It did give me some concerns about some of the later episodes as to 
just how it kind of feels to okay we had the mini cliffhanger for season 10 not a massive cliffhanger but a sort of like introduction to the group we don't quite know who they are or some of you don't know who they are um and then sort of like okay switch from that to telling a bunch of backstories it's going to be interesting to see the momentum that we get over the next six or five weeks i suppose Mm. now so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting but as long as the stories that they tell themselves are good enough and i'm sure that he's he's negan one will be very good that's the one that i'm most looking forward to um as long as those stories are very good then it should be it should be all right and then we can um go back into season 11 they did say by the way they had like a teaser release this week and said that it's going to be in the summer um season 11 which is earlier than what i thought it was going to be yeah um because i I think what they're going to try and do do these six episodes of walking dead then we know that in april 12th or something like that that fear comes back that's got nine episodes left then maybe go into the first half of season 11 do that for what eight episodes and then probably do the 10 episodes of well beyond season two because i feel right. like i feel like what they're trying to do okay they've got three three shows balance them out of like okay one's on the air the other two are getting kind of made one finishes its run the next one goes on and then the one that's gone before that gets started on its next lot of episodes and then they kind of shift and take turns uh we, we we're start we're seeing it mm. with things like you know star trek and that how yeah. you know, discoveries on the air that goes off Picard or something else comes on you know etc etc but uh, I feel I feel that could be kind of interesting plus it gives you kind of a refreshed like okay that version of the story ends and then you switch over to one of the other shows and it's different so we'll see we'll see how it goes um but overall I thought the episode was was quite good um we did have a little bit of news this week as well that somebody has been cast for season 11 I don't have the details to hand exactly but uh, it's one of the guards from the main group that you're going to see in season 11 now i'm not going to say who this character is or what they're about but for some reason the main walking dead account tweeted who this character is going to be with on screen sort of thing Um, okay but but you'll you'll see who that's going to be anyway in season 11 i'm assuming he'll probably be introduced in the first episode because we'll probably first episode of next season talking about uh when we like presumably go to this next group and uh and meet them all and that kind of thing so um you'll you'll find out then when when you see the episode i'm not going to talk too much about the character but uh interesting cool to to, to see that happen mm. so yeah um i think that's what we got for the pre-talk uh let's get into a bit of house housekeeping and then we'll get into the recap after see you for that in a minute Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show all right uh recently on entertainment talk we did our gaming talk podcast last night talked about the state of play the things that were shown at sony's or playstation state of play 
last week. Uh, we got a good look at Oddworld Soulstorm, which is the sort of remaster or extension, if you will, of the original second game back in 1999 or something like that. Uh, so they're going to be able to do their full version excuse me, of the game that they wanted to do before. Uh, that's got a release date now of April 6th, and um, I talked on the podcast about how good I think that looks and my anticipation levels for that, which is really high, and uh, I think that game looks really really awesome i'm very much looking forward to to seeing the full version of what the studio wanted to do in the first place uh 20 something years later so it'd be be good to see that uh, we also talked about a bunch of other games that were mentioned at the state of play as well so we talked about those um robert talked a little bit more about valheim which he's playing at the moment i talked about my pez um career mode the coach mode thing uh almost won a couple of things there which is good and uh, just some other things that we've been playing as well um Anthem is dead as well. Uh, Anthem Next, which was going to be the next big update for Anthem, which is by uh, uh, developed by Bioware, but owned by EA. Uh, EA has essentially beheaded Anthem at this point. You can still go and play the game, but there will be no updates. Uh, the update that was being worked on for a year uh, by Bioware was cancelled by EA, so Anthem is dead. But my suggestion is if you want an Iron Man-like game, and you are lucky enough to have a PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation VR. Please go and play Iron Man VR. Because you not only do you actually get to play as Iron Man. It's a much better game than Anthem is. So uh, that's my suggestion for that. So we talked about a bunch of things there. Um, chat podcast for February 2021. I talked about some new menus. Which I'll talk about in, in a minute with with the, uh, the other thing. Uh, I talked a little bit about COVID. And just sort of how things are going over here. And uh, the date that's been set. I think it's the 21st of June or something. Which is when we're supposed to be let free out into the world if if, <laughs> yes. if if that happens if that happens i have a few uh concerns there obviously but i talked about those things and more and of course how the month of february went for entertainment talk uh on that podcast uh categories list uh so big uh, an update i made to the website uh if you use the drop down menu for the website although if you're on desktop you don't need to click the drop down menu button because it will be all laid out for you uh i've got a new piece of the menu listed which is called categories list sorry and what this basically is uh i've removed the on air tv and off air tv podcast because i stopped kind of updating them and i just that just got a little bit behind me um but i've essentially put all of the categories for all the things and all the shows that we do all into one place so sure you can go on entertainmenttalk.org and have a scroll through the website and stuff but if you want more of a list of okay what does what do the people on this website talk about and make you know the different shows that we do that kind of thing they are all now listed in the categories list so if you click the drop down menu click on that you can find the categories list for everything that we do i don't think i missed anything out of that list but there's quite a lot of things on there i also put all the creators that do things on entertainment talk so me david uh, every, everybody else, Robert, Bex, Gray, Barry, every, everybody. Uh, so if you want specific uh, podcasts for those different people, you can click on those. That Their names are listed in there as well. And, of course, mine is. So, uh, yeah, just just thought it would be easier to put everything all in kind of one place for all the all the different lists that we got. So you can click on that if you want uh, a more detailed list of all those things. I uh, did a review of a film yesterday. It's called uh, Flora and Ulysses. It's a Disney Plus film made by Disney. Uh, you don't need to pay the premium fee like you did need to do with, with Mulan or like the uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is coming out in a few days. Uh, this is included with the Disney Plus subscription. I gave it a don't skip rating. Uh, I thought it was very good, very good time, very, very fun and everything. Uh, so you can have a look at that if you want to as well. Uh, United cast, uh, Man United disappointingly drew nil-nil away to Chelsea. Just a very, very lacklustre performance. Um, it's just very disappointed to see us play like that. Uh, we do play against Crystal Palace later tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but there's that. And then, of course, we've got a big, big, big game at the weekend. Manchester City away. If we lose that, the league title's done. Um, so we'll see how that goes. On the, in, in the next couple of days uh, just a couple more things uh, some scripted reviews that I did uh, did a skip rating for Sweet Home which is the first season of the Netflix show uh, my must play uh, review for Untold Goose Game really really enjoyed that so I talked about that as well as a scripted review and my scripted review must see rating for Ted Lasso season 1 it is an Apple TV Plus show you can go and watch that if you want to as well which I'd recommend that you do and that's pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Just search for Entertainment Talk. Uh, let's get into the recap. Um, Maggie's back, of course. She is the focus of the episode. 
Uh, while Maggie kills a zombified whisperer and begins a conversation with Judith, uh, Negan appears and explains that he was released, not that he escaped, he didn't escape, he's explaining that he got released. Um, shortly after, Maggie discovers that the hilltop colony was uh, chartered, um, charred, sorry by the whisperers. Uh, Carol reveals that she released Negan and that he was infiltrated, sorry, uh, he infiltrated with the whisperers, um, that he accompanied them in an attack, uh, but then he was sent by Carol basically to help kill Alpha in the process. Um, very, very interesting and very good scene between um, Maggie and Negan here. This truck sort of like drives off, and he's obviously yeah. he's like standing behind it or whatever. Uh, she's standing there with Judith. Judith's not quite sure what to do because she's kind of befriended Negan in a way. He's he's like helped mm. her and and that kind of thing. Um, but Maggie sees him for the first time in probably quite some time, actually, because there was obviously the time jump and everything else that's happened, the war with the Whisperers and stuff. Um, she sees him. She sort of, like, just stops, kind, kind of in shock. She's not really... Um, she wasn't really anticipating seeing him standing right there, I think. No. Uh, I, th- I think that she was thinking that Negan was still probably going to be in the prison, but uh, obviously Carol explains that later. Uh, really, really good acting between between the three of them, really, between Jeffrey, uh, Lauren, and uh, and Kaylee. Uh, I know Kelly's not got as much to do here because obviously she's, but she she's more of like, okay, I'm conflicted. Should I say something? She knows kind of what's happened here and whatever. Uh, she's befriended Negan. She knows that he's kind of like improved, and and that sort of thing. But Maggie's like, okay, you killed my husband, and I, you know, wasn't expecting you to be standing right there. And uh, she she's a bit shocked by that. So uh, really, really good scene actually. I really liked the uh, the tenseness between all the tension sorry between uh mm. all the characters here and then maggie uh just just walks off i mean she could have put an arrow straight through his head if she wanted to um, yeah because she she's got she could have just pulled it straight out and you know that could have been it but uh she decides to walk off and then we get the uh opening credits so what do you think of the uh, confrontation here yeah it's it's an interesting one this and i'm yeah. very intrigued to see where it ends up um I, and whether maggie comes around or because it it's a tricky one just from from the sort of viewership point of view it's a really tricky one because obviously we've seen negan grow and change Mm. and he is a character that you know people love to hate and i think people like to see you know the redemption story that we've had with him and but maggie maggie as a character of course hasn't had any of that experience as far as she knows he was the you know evil guy that that murdered her husband so yeah it it's it's be interesting because justifiably if if maggie killed negan you'd be like yeah well that's you know makes sense sure yeah but but as an audience we love both these characters you know, we've waited We're... for ages for Maggie to come back, and but I, we also kind of love Negan as well. And it it would be weird if Maggie takes revenge on Negan at this point, ha- with him having been through such a sort of redemption arc to a certain extent. So, um, I I'm really interested to see whether they they manage to get them on the same page or not, or or whether that um turns into something else. I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what they pl- how they play that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because we're kind of Judith in these scenes. We're the one that's like yeah. standing on the side and thinking, like, okay, who who's going to say something and like what 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 are you going to do to each other, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting like anybody to get killed or whatever. That would have been you know a bit bit out of place. But um, yeah, you just kind of you kind of wondering more from maggie's perspective because we haven't seen maggie for so long obviously this episode kind of that's the whole point of this episode is to cover that sort of time um or at least most of it anyway but we've been with negan for the last like two seasons or whatever however long maggie's been gone about a season and a half or so yeah about halfway through season nine she left um same episode pretty much as when uh rick left um so we've kind of been there with 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 Judith and with Negan, seeing kind of the redemption and the growth of that character. Whereas Maggie's sort of coming back, she doesn't know what's happened, and uh, you can you can feel the tension. So uh, very 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 good scene between them. Um, yeah. Then yeah, then you've got the kind of extension to that, which is Carol explains that you know Negan helped and he helped to kill Alpha and stuff. Um, yeah. So that was that was good as well. Um, but then, obviously, they find that Hilltop is, uh, you know, still kind of burnt and everything. So, yeah, because uh, I, I can't remember exactly what it is that Maggie says, but she's sort of like, okay, let's go back to the 
Hilltop or something, and I think Carol says something like, "Okay, let, we we need to show you something." Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a sort of like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah we need to, that. yeah, 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 about that, yeah." Mm, but uh, I thought that was that was pretty well done as well. So, um, yeah, just explaining things to to Maggie. So again, if we hadn't, in a way, if COVID hadn't happened, we probably wouldn't have had like any of this we probably would have just like okay she returns season 10 finale and then she's just in season 11 so i don't know yeah but uh yeah let's go on to the next part we've got uh meanwhile the group decides to seek a safe haven upon finding it infested with walkers they manage to subdue them uh successfully at night maggie talks with daryl uh quite a lot of daryl in the episode and reveals that her son asked her about the man who murdered his father she tells uh daryl she can't live with negan uh the next day maggie uh reapproaches kelly for having left her post uh she'll probably talk about the first bit here first actually yeah. uh yeah lots of conversations between her and uh daryl in the episode um cause yeah, you've still got like carol and daryl and everybody else kind of in the episode as well um yeah it's interesting because i think in a later on conversation with uh with daryl because they go to that um shipping container thing a few different times yeah. um and she says about like you know returning home later on mm. um and then daryl sort of like you, you know do, do you want to return home and she's like yeah yeah she, she agrees to come back and then just sort of says i'll deal with negan but doesn't indicators yeah. to like okay you planning to kill him or or what but this obviously kind of leads up to that a bit more um but i don't think we meet herschel yet in the no no it's it's a bit later isn't it when he's climbing the tree as as kids do um any thoughts on the conversations between maggie and daryl i thought they were quite I, interesting I, yeah it's i mean it's sort of interesting to see daryl's sort of even though with everything that negan has done to to you know, take down Alpha and the Whisperers. Daryl's still very much on the fence about Negan. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. He, he's, he kind of, I can't remember whether this is this conversation or the later one, but he does make some comment about, well, the you know, the jury's still out on what to do with Negan. So, mm. you know, although, although Carol's sort of, and again, Carol actually is slightly on the fence about it. He's, he's sort of, which is understandable. I mean, Negan did some pretty horrible things, but, it's it's yeah. difficult yeah. at this point, you know. The group is still a bit unsure about exactly what to do with him, uh, and uh, so it's whether they will ever actually let him back in and become a sort of productive member or not. Um, it, it's very difficult to tell right now. So we'll we'll see. I, I yeah I, I'm really interested to see where they're going to end up with Negan because he, he's outlived his comic book death I think hasn't he um I don't think he dies in the comic book doesn't he oh I thought he did okay no so no. I mean okay, I'm, so... He, might, he might die at the end I haven't finished it yet but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um okay so uh so if he's still around in the comic book I mean you know he, although we know that the tv show doesn't always follow the comic book i mean sure, you know yeah, daryl yeah. character in there anyway <laughs> <clears throat> um so yeah i mean it, it's just sort of interesting I, i'm really intrigued to to know where they're going to end up going with this particularly now maggie's back and how maggie is is going to handle <laughs> quotes negan i i suspect she isn't thinking of killing him i suspect she's she's you know yeah. thinking i have to find a yeah well we'll at least have to have a conversation i don't think she's just going to walk up and stab him in the head or anything <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, I agree with you there because she could have very, very easily done that in this episode at the start. Yeah. Um, not that she necessarily would have killed Negan in front of Judith, but she still could have killed him easily in this episode. So, mm. um, But yeah, it's interesting because like, we've, as I kind of said earlier, we've seen Negan um, try to, you know, rehabilitate himself and, you know, kind of be, be on this path of forgiveness and that, but then you, you now, now you've got three characters who are sort of like, okay, we're not sure about him, it's not up to us to, to decide, like, to just go and kill him, because you've got Daryl, Carol, and uh, Maggie, I mean, because Daryl was never really, uh, he's, he's always been yeah, against him anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because Judith has been the one kind of character who sort of, like, befriended him in a way because yeah. because carol i mean to be fair carol in in the best of intentions carol did use him to get alpha killed which was a good idea 
because um, then Alpha thought at the time, you know, that that Negan had betrayed the group and was in with them, and then he tricked Alpha and then and then killed her. So that was a great plan by Carol to use Negan for that. Uh, it's interesting because in the last couple of episodes of season ten, when we were getting towards the end of the Whisper story arc, uh, like post Alpha's death, but Barrett Beta was still alive for for those couple of episodes. Um, he had tried to kind of befriend Daryl in a way and had gotten into some of those scenes with Daryl but Daryl's just still never been sort of like okay I accept you uh, and you still see that I, I still like that you still see that in this episode as well if he's still, still sort of like not accepting him uh, and of course Maggie's got a better reason than anybody not to accept him because of well, yes. uh, what, what he did to Glenn so it will be yeah but, but between the three of them now that Maggie's actually back and we've had this this part of the story it'd be very interesting to see what they do as a as a trio i suppose um toward negan if they make any sort of plan or i, I don't know so we shall see mm. um it's interesting as well because in, t- in terms of like the comic book storyline obviously daryl was not there he basically is kind of rick at this point in yeah. in the show because he's, he's sort of taken rick's point carol wasn't there but andrea sort of was um yeah. although i think by this point andrea died in the book but carol obviously has stayed alive anyway and they've got the, the spin-off but maggie never left she still had that like confrontation scene with negan in the book like when she held the gun up to his head and started talking about daryl at uh, glenn and stuff but um now that like okay maggie's back and you can kind of resume that storyline because uh, maggie never left in the book daryl uh, negan was um still there uh carol obviously wasn't there she was dead ages ago so there was obviously somebody else kind of in her place uh, you can kind of get back to telling like the the rest of that story, I suppose. Now that Maggie's actually back, so we'll see how that how that goes. Mm. Uh, the next day, Maggie reapproaches Kelly um, for having left her post, but Daryl explains that she's looking for her sister. That's Connie, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, Connie, um, who was the one that was stuck like underground or whatever for for several yeah. episodes. Uh, we Although did we, we, we did see her at the end of the alive. yeah the yeah, end of the finale yeah. yeah. Um, just want to talk about that on its own for a second. How do you feel about Kelly's decision here? Um, to to, I, to... understandable, I yeah, think. Yeah. You know, I entirely understandable. And and it's th- this is also going to be kind of interesting to see how Maggie fits back into that group. You know, because there are dynamics and there are people that she doesn't know in that group and people that weren't there when she left. So, um. You know, and and yeah, uh, people yeah. like Kelly have have quite a good relationship with Daryl. So Daryl sort of that, that that's that's going to be interesting to see Maggie kind of navigate getting back into this group and working with these people and whether you know how she can handle that. Mm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I think I think that's entirely understandable. Her actions there, you know, she's desperately looking for her sister. So. Yeah, the the one point I'd add to this now this this isn't a criticism against Kelly, but like, because she didn't tell anyone what she was doing. I understand like okay, she, yes, there she, is that. Obviously, once she wants to look for her sister, but there was a pretty important part in the actual thing that Daryl and Carol, Maggie, and everyone else was doing, and then they suddenly do realize Kelly's missing. But uh, obviously, she goes missing for a good reason, which is to look for her sister. She thinks that she's like found something or whatever because she tries to climb on top of that truck. Yeah. Um, but I just, if she'd have just like told one person or something and then maybe the group could have like prepared better. I I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tricky thing. That's, that's just the one thing that came across to my mind. Um, and I, I kind of wonder now we probably won't see, I don't know, maybe we'll see a little bit more of it in season 11 more likely than, than anything. Um, (laughs) if she does that again, what would potentially happen? Um, like if she's left mm-hmm. a, a guarding a post or something and she just sees something and kind of runs off um, I don't know we'll, we'll see how that goes that, that'll be more of a season 11, 11 thing probably so yeah. we'll see uh, the group decides to go back to her um, lair but they detect a smoke screen caused by a man from a group who um, harassed Maggie's people upon arriving at the cabin um, they fail to find Herschel but find two members of Maggie's group completely burned um looks like some molotovs or something had been been thrown around because there was yeah everything was just kind of burned uh, either that or flaming arrows or some sort of fire from something uh so she sees them and obviously she's worried about herschel because they can't find her or find him sorry uh cole tells daryl about the reapers which is a, a new group again uh 
I don't recognise them from the comics. Uh, a group that destroyed his home before beginning their search for Herschel Jr. Um, with the rest of the group. Um, any particular thoughts on this? They go back and you know Maggie's group is kind of uh, destroyed somewhat. No, well, I mean, it was interesting because you sort of think, oh, well, they're going to set up bringing in this whole new group of people and then sort of immediately kill most of them. So, you know, because Maggie's like, oh, I've got this group of people with me. And you're thinking, oh, great. You know, this is going to be another right, bunch like of five sort new of characters. Yeah. Five new characters that we've got to deal with. <laughs> and, and then there's like immediately burnt two of them to death and then some more get killed later on. So, you know, it ends up I mean, there are a few new characters, but there's. There's only really those three main ones, Maggie and her two kind of bodyguard guys, and then uh, and Herschel Jr. and and then there is a few nameless faces that sort of come with them as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I I just thought that was kind of interesting. Was they almost immediately kind of killed these people off? I I am intrigued by this Reaper group, and I do wonder whether they're only going to be around for this little arc um i which would sort of make sense you know because there are additional episodes hopefully they'll deal with them fairly quickly and then you know we can get onto the um larger group stuff mm-hmm. when we get to that yeah um i mean i hope that they're not any sort of group that sticks around the reapers i'm talking about um yeah because we we just at the end of season 10 met a new group which is a group that's supposed to be there because they're they're from the the comics and that the stormtrooper looking people um mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, yeah, it's, I kind of agree with you there. When you got introduced to like, okay, this name drop of the Reapers, and then Maggie's got new people. I was like, please, please, just don't like stick with this for too long. You know, just just have this as like this is just part of Maggie's um, you yeah, know, re- returning returning arc yeah. kind of thing. So, but they uh, they dealt with that fairly quickly. Uh, I mean, Cole seems like a cool character. So. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's quite cool. Um, but yeah, they can't find Herschel Jr. Uh, I wasn't particularly worried about him himself because they like you know cast no. a, a, a new actor and stuff, and uh, we knew we were likely to see him later on. So um, I'm just saying, you know, this history, this show's got a history of killing off children, uh, mo- yeah, mo- well, mo- yes, mostly but... from mostly from Carol's side, but uh, there's still been other children that have died before, yeah. um, or or young teenagers, you know, Enid, Carl. <laughs> those mm. those sorts of characters so uh but i i think herschel jr will be fine for now uh or probably till the probably till the end of the show actually i can't really see them getting rid of him for any particular reason I hope plus not, he's no. plus he's just gotten here so give yeah. him some time at least i think definitely yeah. uh maggie manages to reunite with her people when suddenly a silent shot which we learn later is from a sniper uh kills one of their own and the reapers uh ambushes sorry the reaper ambushes and murders two other members of maggie's group they sort of just get shot one after the other um daryl and maggie begin to fight with the reaper maggie manages to find uh the reaper and they both have a fight which uh, the reaper manages to gain an advantage before daryl appears and uh well, he doesn't quite save maggie because he gets slammed into a tree um yeah. after uh kelly wounds the reaper in the chest with daryl's crossbow the Reaper manages to be subdued because there's like six people around him at that point uh, and interrogated by Maggie uh, before he chooses to blow himself up because uh, he shows the pin and then it explodes. So I did, just speaking on the explosion part here, I did think that, okay, they are still very, very close to this person when he explodes. Um, yeah, I mean... No, I, they don't yeah, really actually I, move I, very far at all. So No. <laughs> Daryl's plot armor saving him. Um, I, I mean, I, 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 that is one of the things about sort of these bits as well is uh, that the, there is part of the problem is it's very difficult to put Carol and Daryl in danger because we know they've got a spin-off show coming. So, you yeah, know, it's more yeah. a case of how are they going to get out of this rather than, oh my God, they might end up dying. <clears throat> Slightly different with Maggie, although... Um, she has only just come back and I, I can't see them killing her off mm. any time soon. I think that would be a bit weird. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I that you knew that most of the characters here were probably going to be safe and they're not going to kill off Kelly because they've got to sort of resolve the Kelly-Connie thing. So you knew that most of these characters are safe. So there was basically, I mean, Maggie's group were basically introduced as a bunch of red shirts that they could kill off quite easily. Yeah, yeah, the two that got 
that got shot. Um, the other part that made me chuckle a little bit. Did you see how much dirt was flung into Daryl's face, and he just he just he just stood there? It just it's just completely normal to him. Um, yeah. But that that's both a part on Norman and for you know Daryl because mm. Norman didn't. Act, no, 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 nobody really tried to move that far. I mean, Maggie kind of ducks to the floor. Daryl literally just kind of stands there because you yeah. see you see a bunch of dirt just get thrown all over him. Um, which he's he's pretty much used to by now. But uh, I just thought that was interesting because he he pulls the pin and it it was a few seconds. I mean, I don't know specifically how long it takes a grenade to explode, and I'm I'm not going to use Call of Duty as an example because uh, obviously <laughs> that's that's not very realistic. But um, it's it takes what like a, a few seconds or something, and I kind of thought like a few seconds have already passed. Nobody's moved anywhere, and then it just it just explodes. So um, I thought that was that was quite interesting. Um, yeah, this this Reaper guy, you know, makes Maggie sort of back up, and then she gets uh, caught in this in this sort of trap. I just find it interesting with Daryl because now this season he struggled to fight two big people. One being obviously he did kill Beta in the end, but that was with the with the knives yeah. and stuff. Because uh, if you go back to either season nine or season ten, when they had that fight in that building and Beta mm. got pushed down the elevator shaft thing. Yeah. Um. And then, like here, he's. Just, I mean, this guy has like no trouble with Daryl at all. He flings him straight into the, into the tree. I thought that was interesting. Um. What do you think of uh, Maggie and Daryl's first efforts to actually fight this guy, which aren't very successful? Yeah. I mean, he was he, he was a big guy. He was heavily he was, armored. Yeah. So so there is there is that. Um. Yeah. I mean, there was something else which he sort of said yeah when maggie's interrogating him and it was really difficult to make out exactly what he said it sounded like something like cole targeted you um you know because she's she's saying she's saying to him why are you coming after us why are you coming after us and he does say something back to her but i couldn't quite work out what he said um because he does give a response to that and i i I, I think it was something like it sounded like Cole targeted you was what he said, which I'm assuming. And if I'm right about that, it, it was I'm assuming mm-hmm. that I, I heard him say something. I didn't hear what it was. It was yeah, all, it was sort of muffled. So, yeah, it was. So I, 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 I mean, I, I played it back a couple of times and it sounded like to me, it sounded like something like I think it was Cole targeted you. So am I, 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 I'm assuming that they were told there's a, a leader of this group and they were targeted you know by him her whoever that is but Mm, yeah um yeah so but as i say i'm hoping this isn't some sort of other major group they're having to deal with and it's just sort of you know just something they can resolve in these next few episodes and then it gives them a clear slate for season 11 to go on with you know the new group Mm -hmm. yeah um, just want to switch things up a little bit here in terms of the the pacing of the episode. Um, I did feel like this episode was relatively slow in certain places. Yeah. Um, I think we we watched this episode slightly differently because I did watch it at nine as it went out, quote unquote, live, whatever, on on Fox. Um, so you watched it after? Do, do you know how long the actual episode's runtime was? It was, uh, well it was probably about 45 minutes because it was it was sort of 53 minutes or something with a few ad breaks so okay yeah i would guess 45 minutes ish yeah because this felt like a relatively long episode and i don't think it i I don't know sometimes the pacing of the episode was huh 42 minutes it was okay It, it felt longer than 42 minutes but anyway yeah um did did you feel like the the pacing of the episode was was all right yeah, it slowed down a little bit in places. Um, I mean, they've they've paced things a lot worse than this in the past. I would, oh, yeah. I would say, yeah. you know, but yeah. um, it it was all right. Um, not too bad, but yeah, there were there were a few slow moments in it. It's sort of how many times do you do you, you tempted to go and pick up your phone and look at things when they're talking, you know? Uh, but. Uh, yeah generally i don't think the pacing was too bad but there were a couple of moments where it maybe slowed down a little bit too much and you ended up with them you know doing lots of talking and exposition and stuff Mm -hmm. uh just a couple of other questions as well um so this this airs on on fox in in the uk the the uk version of fox that's owned by disney isn't it yes the uk fox uk fox is owned by disney yes Mm -hmm. 
the, re- the reason I'm pointing there is a reason I'm pointing that out is when they got I think like to to, to the first ad break about ten or twelve mi- minutes into the episode they stopped for an ad break and they I, I thought they were going to go into like usual adverts and then like what's on the Fox and all that stuff they just tra- played a trailer for Star on Disney Plus that was it and it went straight back to the episode I think really? that, that is, yeah it was you know you know the trailer for for Star Wars is like old oh, on Disney Plus and all this sort of thing. I thought yeah. that was very interesting, considering, you know, the big Disney connection, obviously, that they're trying to get that out. But there was no other trailers for, or no other adverts for anything else. The episode stopped. Disney Plus star advertisement straight back to the episode. Uh, and I thought, interesting. huh, that's interesting and weird. There, there was about two or three other ad breaks. They didn't do that. They did play trailers for, like, Damien and Family Guy and whatever else. But, yeah, interesting. Obviously, they're trying to get that out there and get more people subscribed. But, uh episode disney plus straight back to the episode i thought that was i mean it sort of makes sense i mean yeah you know, yeah they've got they've got control of it um it's one of the biggest shows on the network on you know fox uk so it's the biggest thing they've got why yeah. wouldn't you yeah yeah <laughs> why wouldn't you i, I i've been mean, we've we have talked a, a bit about whether at some point in the future they are going to end up rebranding Fox as something else. Um, you know, uh, I do wonder whether they end up rebranding Fox as star as a sort of linear star channel moving forward, because I think it's confusing that Fox UK is called Fox when the U S you know, that's pretty much the only place that they use the Fox branding now. Um, you know, Disney, Disney, like 20th century Fox is now 20th century television. You know, and pretty much everywhere else, they've removed Fox out of the Disney branding. Mm-hmm. So, um, they, I, I do wonder whether it'll get renamed at some point. They can't put Walking Dead on Star, can they? I don't think they can. No, 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 they can't because it's. Uh, I mean, Fox UK is an odd is, is an oddity. I, I I know this isn't directly Walking Dead related, but Fox UK is an oddity because of the fact that most of the shows that run on it aren't Fox shows um, from mm, America. Yeah. Most most of the shows that run on it are bought from. In fact, a large percentage of them are either CBS or AMC shows. Uh, they they buy international rights to certain or have bought international rights to certain shows. So, like NCIS, Bull, um, Walking Dead, which are arguably some of their biggest shows, are either CBS or um, AMC shows. And then they have this big box of cancelled shows that come from disney plus which is uh what we're, what i started to refer to as necro programming um which is sort of a you know things that have been cancelled in the past that are, are owned by disney that they can use to pad out the schedule so they do quite a lot of that as well um yeah so yeah, yeah but most of the programming that's on there most of the big you know premiere programming doesn't actually belong to disney on that channel Interesting, very interesting. Uh, so yeah, they have the fight with the Reaper guy, and um, they deal with him eventually, or he deals with himself, I suppose, eventually. Um, but that was that. Uh, soon after, Maggie manages to find Herschel Jr. We see the first appearance of the character. Um, was he called that in the comics? I'm pretty sure it was. We, I'm pretty sure it was called that in the comics. Same thing, you know, Glenn and Maggie. And then Herschel yeah. Jr. follows on from that. So, uh, same thing. And, you know, Glenn still <clears throat> Glenn still dies in the comic. Herschel Jr. is still born. Maggie doesn't leave, but she's still there in the end anyway. Yeah. So, uh, and later talks to Kelly about her sisters. Uh, what do you think of the first appearance of um, Herschel Jr. climbing a tree as, as kids do? Honestly, my first reaction was, it's mini Glenn. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what he, you know, he had the baseball cap on. He had the same sort of that, shirt. That I the mean, same one, same cap. Um, I, I don't know whether it was the same cap, but certainly, I mean, he, he was designed to look a bit like Mini Glenn in the same way that, um, you know, Callie's designed to look like Mini Rick, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yep, he's uh, now in the show, which is cool. Um, I mean, remember when she got pregnant and that lasted for, like, a long, long time in the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was all of season seven, was it? Because uh, I, I think early in the first half of season seven, when Glenn goes, I think Glenn goes missing for a bit or something. She's with Aaron. She tells Aaron she's pregnant. And then when we get to, no, sorry, season six. Um, and then when we, because when we got to the cliffhanger thing with Negan uh, killing Glenn, she was still pregnant then, wasn't she? So yes. it was, it was quite a long, it was quite a long time. Um, so yeah, but uh, he's, he's here now. So, uh, 
suddenly the group decides to go back to Alexandra safe zone. Again, this is where um, Daryl and Maggie have the conversation about she will deal with Negan. We don't know what she means exactly by that. Um, maybe just, I, I don't know, some sort of conversation of some sort, I, I, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. He, he does notice when the group comes back and he's standing in this barn sort of thing. Well, not a barn. He's standing in this like wooden shack sort of thing. And uh, watches Maggie walk past with uh, with Herschel Jr. So yeah, yeah, I think that's that's probably going to be one of the most interesting things going forward to see um, how they deal with each other or how she deals mm. with him, I suppose. So yeah, um, I wonder if she if Negan gets a chance to talk to Herschel Jr. What he might say to him as well. So i don't know yeah i mean I, I if i was negan i'd be staying away from from herschel jr as much as possible yeah. right now because maggie's yeah. not going to take nicely to that mm. um but uh you know at least until maggie's had a had a proper conversation with him i mean again it's quite quite a nice bit, bit of sort of face acting from uh from Jeffrey of sort of he sees them come back you see his face kind of go oh crap <laughs> this is this is not going to be uh, easy to deal with you know he knows that this is is going to cause him problems so uh we'll we'll see where that goes but uh, I, I that is going to be one of the more interesting things i think in the next few episodes of of how those two end up interacting and where they end up yeah yeah um, but they do as well show Carol and the rest of the community kind of rebuilding the walls and that sort of thing. Yes. So uh, I imagine that will be done fairly soon. And uh, that's that's pretty much the end of the episode. Uh, one other thing I want to bring up as well in, in terms of Negan. There's a certain point in the comic books. It's, I, saw, I think it's sort of like just after the Whisperer War going forward. Uh, or even at some points during the Whisperer War, he really becomes kind of a bit of a background character because there's just other characters yeah. that sort of take the stage a bit, you know, Alpha and Beta. Um, and then you've got this, this new community that comes up. That hasn't actually... I, I was wondering when the show would look at possibly doing that and, like, pushing Negan to the background a bit. But I suppose may, maybe because Jeffrey's such a big actor, they, they haven't done that, which I'm which I'm curious about. Like They, ha they, haven't, they haven't put him in the background very much um i mean they, they kind of did a little bit when he was when he was in the prison and stuff but since yeah. he's gotten out and he got involved with the whisperers and he had those conversations with judith um he certainly had a lot more involvement in the show at that at this point in the story than what he did in the comics um so i think i, I think that's been quite interesting but again an actor like jeffrey dean morgan you don't really want to sort of put him in the corner yeah. so to speak no so i think that's probably why but yeah. uh yeah, I've been, I've been paying a bit of attention to that over the last couple of seasons and wondering when they might do that, and they just never did. Um, so, But I think that's good anyway, because I really like Jeffrey as Negan. So, uh, yeah, that's, no, yeah, but that's the, uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, we do have some emails if you want to write in about these six episodes or really about anything related to Entertainment Talk at all. Uh, feel free to write in uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter eTalk UK there's contact page and information in your show notes uh, Abed's got a bit of a double question one of which is more directly uh, t towards me uh, but he says how do you feel how do you both sorry feel about representation in TV shows and towards The Walking Dead uh, and then he also asks me um, also Matt what do you think Eric Bailey does better for defense then then he's talking about may united i'll just very quickly answer that question <laughs> um eric bailey is better at everything than than lindelof he's better at passing he's quicker he's stronger he gets in the way of the ball like a defender should he clears the ball he is just a better athlete overall um but uh yeah that's my that's my very quick answer to that so uh, but in terms of rep representation towards tv shows uh, and then towards the walking dead because obviously we're here to talk about the show specifically um i think the show's done a great job with it we've had a good level of uh you know L lgbtq characters um we've had characters like you know tara and uh aaron eric uh we've had jesus as well i know i know some of them have you know, have died such as jesus as well but uh a good level of those sorts of characters we've also had uh you know like latino characters such as rosita um and sure i i, I remember a couple of seasons ago when um, I think it was Bob and a few other characters. There, there was a few. There was a couple of episodes or a, a bit of a time in The Walking Dead when 
I think a few black characters were getting killed off in a row. And right. uh, there's, of course, you know, people of the internet came out as like, "Oh, Walking Dead's racist because they're killing the black characters," and I was like, "Yeah, uh, okay." <sighs> but uh, that, that that was a few seasons ago, and those conversations have definitely died down since then. But uh, I think they do a very good job. It, it does help, obviously, when you've got a big ensemble cast, uh, and you can you can spread that out a bit more evenly. But um, yeah, how do you feel about sort of the representation in uh, in Walking Dead? I I agree. I think it, they've done a reasonably good job, as far as I can tell. Um, I mean, I I it certainly not stuck out at me at being sort of um, at there anything being anything completely obvious of, of sort of characters or you know, races or or you know um, sexuality or particularly missing um, in there. I I think they've generally they seem to have done a reasonable job as far as i could tell um certainly nothing nothing leapt out at me one way or another as as being sort of you know overrepresented or underrepresented or anything so mm-hmm. you know the the one area where they're probably possibly missing is uh transgender characters because i've been sitting uh, for, for about 20 seconds or so yeah um, I can't think of any, but then again, this is this is, this isn't a, an original show. It's based off a comic, and I can't think of any characters in the comics either that are transgender. So if The Walking Dead was going to have a transgender character, it would have to be in an original one. Um, but that's the that's the only area I can think of where the show hasn't quite been so involved. But with all, with all the others, I think it's done a very good job. So um, yeah. But yeah, so but yeah, they've they've done a fairly good job in terms for me as well. You know the, the bisexuality and everything. Um, if I go to watch any show, it doesn't have to be Walking Dead. If the show's like not got a bisexual character or it's got one or two, that's not gonna like push me towards or further away from a show. Like if if I go to watch no. a new show, say like Big Sky for example, brand new show that's just got released on on Star and that. Um, there isn't any. Well, at least at the moment, we've only had about three episodes. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at a show and be like, "Oh, this show hasn't got any bisexual characters." I'm not gonna watch it. Or if, even if it's got, <laughs> if if it's got one or two or five, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, there's loads of them over there," and they represent, you know, something that I um, am, am very much attached to. So I wouldn't be more attached to a show if it does or, or doesn't. And I'm not gonna be. You know, it 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 works both ways with with that for me. I'm not gonna. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, yeah so. I, for me, for me, it's very much a case of yeah. You know, there needs to be a certain amount of representation on on, on TV. But I'm yeah. Yeah. I'm interested in a show which has a good, well told story. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a straight white guy, uh, but one of my shows of the year so far is um, it's a sin. So you know, which is predominantly yeah. Yeah. all gay cast, pretty much. So you know, I. I, it, it's it's a for me it's about how well the story is told and yes they, they, you know they do need calling out when there isn't any representation on screen but um i what's most important to me is that it's a good story it's well told and you know it's it's doing what it's supposed to do mm-hmm. uh so yeah but if just say for an example I'll just use an example someone says hey matt there's this new show on netflix whatever it's uh about this or what you know they, they sell me on the premise i'm not gonna then necessarily say like oh has it got any you know bisexual characters and if they say no i'm not gonna turn around and say that like, oh i'm not watching it then but then yeah. if, if i let's just say for example i say okay does it have bisexual characters and they say yes that's not gonna make me go oh i need to jump on that like quicker <laughs> if yeah, you get what yeah. i mean so it's yeah it's it's about the quality of you know the characters the story the plot narrative what the show's about um yeah. That's what matters for me, but uh, that's just that's more of uh, you know the personal opinion that's that's tied to me. So, yeah. but uh, there we go. Um, right, uh, Billy says. So these six bonus episodes. Now that we have seen the first, what are your expectations for the rest? Um, I think the here's Negan one's going to stick out. That's the one that I've been most looking forward to, just because mm-hmm. um, Negan's a very, very interesting character to me. They've they've touched upon his backstory a bit. He's talked about Lucille several times. We we know obviously the story there. She died of cancer. He na- he got this weapon and he named it after her. And obviously he went ahead and uh, created the um. Oh God, what was his group called? <laughs> I've forgotten that. Uh, 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 oh God. Uh... Uh, I've forgotten the name of his terrible. group, but but never mind. Um, with his 
It wasn't the Scavengers, was it? No, uh, I can't believe I've forgotten that. But uh, Saviors. So, that's it. I, I, yeah, I, was, no. I was close. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, see, yeah. yeah. We're seeing how we like made the you know created that group and everything. Um, I, I think there's a lot of interesting story to tell there. Plus, there is the comic book as well. So they've got obviously a few things to sort of take from that. But I uh, just uh, specifically for Negan, I think he's one of the characters with a very interesting backstory that we've seen bits of. We don't know fully about yet. So if you can take a whole episode and you know put his real world wife as Negan in uh, as uh, Lucille, yeah. sorry, into the episode, that should fit really, really well into the season. Uh, I've seen a couple of screenshots of um, the episode itself, and it does seem tonally kind of different and interesting. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's the last one, isn't it? The the sixth episode. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, for the rest, I don't really know. I'm kind of middle. It just depends on what we get i suppose like like i said it was very strange to go into kind of a new run of the walking dead after a few months and be mm. thrown into a bonus episode um what, what what are you what are you thinking for the rest of these uh i don't know and it's very difficult to know I mean, we've got the titles for them they're called i mean this was home sweet home they're called find me find me one more splinter uh, diverged and then here's negan so those are the episodes coming up. Um, I, I, I it's very difficult to know from from those uh, titles what they might entail as well. Um, other than you know, Splinter possibly implies that maybe there is some sort of fracture in the group somewhere, but um, who knows? Hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see, but. Uh, I, I don't really have any expectations for these because they're sort of an extra thing anyway. Um, as I say, my my original thought was maybe they're going to be all very much bottle episodes, but um, it sounds you know with this they are seemingly continuing on the story. So um, we'll we'll see what happens with the rest of them. I don't really have any expectations. I don't think one way or another. Yeah, um, I think it'll be interesting to talk about these once they're all out, and we can kind of judge them a bit more as a yeah. as, as a pack of episodes, I suppose. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the the next one holds. Uh, Kate says, uh, with the Carol Daryl spinoff being after this, how do you see the show setting up, and are you excited? Uh, I'm not. I'm not excited for that spinoff. Um, <laughs> not not at the moment, anyway. No, I know it's early days. We haven't even finished this show yet, so it's 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 going to be a fair yeah. bit of time, but. What I really here's what I really don't want is series finale for Walking Dead. Things are wrapped up in whatever way that's going to be. However close to the comics is that I'm I'm not actually sure at the moment because I haven't finished them. Um, is like okay, Daryl and Carol get on a bike, ride off from the group for some particular reason. Maybe it's because they want a fresh start somewhere else, or you know, it's some sort of explanation like that. And then we just follow them into the wild somewhere. Uh, and then meet a right. new group of characters and then just kind of carry on. Because then what you're sort of doing is just, okay, you take Carol and Dowell, you make them two lead characters. You replace all of the Alexandrian characters, give us a whole batch of new ones, and then do a show based on that. Um, whether it's mm. whether it's that or more specifically focused on those two, I don't think either of those ideas are quite uh, are that great. Um, I, I feel like the, the reason that they're doing the show is fairly obvious. One, because obviously Melissa... And um, uh, Norman have have still got their contracts, obviously, and they still want to use them kind of long term and stuff. Which I understand they're very popular characters, and you know they're they're, they're some of the shows uh, like better characters than that. But um, I feel like that's kind of one of the only reasons that's being set up is like Walking Dead's ending. What can we do next? Okay, Daryl and Carol, they're still alive. They're still popular. We can still get Norman and Melissa on contracts. Mm-hmm. Let's just push them into a show. And I don't think at the moment it's going to be at least a year, if not longer, until we see anything from that. But that I, those ideas, all, all those kind of ideas I've just sort of brainstormed, I don't like. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, but what, what, what I'm, about you? I'm, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sort of with you on that. If it if it ends up being a show which is basically here's Daryl, here's Carol. Uh, we've fired everybody else and and we're going to basically carry on doing what we're doing. But, um, you know, with these two characters as 
the yeah, it was the leads, and then it's a whole bunch of new people, and they're basically just carrying on the same thing. Uh, that that I'm not that interested in seeing because it just feels like The Walking Dead with the different cast, and mm. I, I yeah, the, I I want. I want it to be something sort of more specific and interesting and there'd be a reason for them, you know, to, to go off. It's one of the things that I do like about well beyond is, you know, they pre said, okay, this is going to be two seasons. It's telling this very specific story yeah, to get no, from really point like A to point yeah. B. And I, I really like the way they've done that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a bit like Fear. We've now got two shows which are basically kind of two different ends of The Walking Dead, but they're both operating in similar territories. I don't want the main show to end and then you end up just with a Carol and Dowell spin-off that, that's, uh, again, doing the same sort of thing. And, uh, you know, it, it needs to be something more than that. There needs to be a purpose behind it. Otherwise, you're basically just doing it to, yeah, you've got, you've as a way fear. of milking the cash cow. Yeah. Yeah. Because th- then you've so, just got another fear of the Walking Dead, which is not what yeah. I want. So, um, I tell you an idea that would be more interesting. Now, not a lot of pe- some people aren't going to agree with me with this. Let's say you get to again series finale, things are wrapped up, whatever. Daryl and Carol drive off right on a bike or assume on Daryl's bike or, or something like that. I want to follow the the main group. If like, because I I'm still I've still got this idea in my head about like okay now we've got Herschel Junior you've got um is it R J yeah R J who's um Rick's uh, yeah. new, newer son and that or the the younger son um you then got you know Judith and then you've still got some of the mental characters like you've still got uh, Ezekiel assuming that he survives obviously he's got that thing on thing on his neck uh, you still yeah. got characters like Aaron you've still got characters like I don't know Rosita some of these other characters that can be sort of mentor esque. I'm more interested in that story about like okay bringing this this idea that I've always talked about I've talked about this for probably a good few years not just on the Walking Dead but on any other on other shows the idea of passing the torch is something that I really really like um, mm. Arrow was gonna try and do it before the Green Arrow and Canary show didn't get picked up um, yeah that 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 had my interest because that was gonna be you know Oliver Queen passing the torch to um, what's the daughter's name Kate was it. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't Kate. I can't remember. W- William was the son as well, but that that particular yeah. group of characters. Yeah. Um, Mia, that was her name. Mia, yes. Uh, passing the torch to those characters and kind of continuing there. I was really interested in that. So I yeah. would like Walking Dead to do something similar. Now, one of the problems you've kind of got is, okay, the cast members I've just mentioned who are going to be the next generation are still quite young, and I wouldn't want you to do another time skip where you have to recast all those people. Um, so you've got a challenge there but that's seemingly not what they've gone for and they want to do this carol daryl thing so we'll just have yeah. to see how, how it works out in in time uh but that was the lengthy answer to that question but there's there's a lot to dig into there you know that's the kind of post end game of of walking dead and what does that actually look like so yeah um and lastly yasmin has a question for me he says uh so matt i saw you post your review for sweet home that's one of the scripted reviews that i mentioned how would you compare this to the walking dead uh i'll compare it very simply for you um Sweet Home is a show that early on focused on huge monsters that were trying to get into this like apartment complex sort of Britain type of flats sort of area. The idea was really cool. It was really crazy. There was these just weird, awesome looking kind of monsters. You didn't really know sort of where they came from or whatever. And the world had clearly just sort of like gone to despair. And these characters were trying to survive in this building. The problem that Sweet Home had, which is what I mentioned in the review, is any singular attempt they made to explain what the virus was, if it was serious per character, because some people got infected and it didn't really matter, um, and then any sort of like character development or narrative storytelling, any single time that Sweet Home attempted that, it almost just completely fell apart. Um, and that's where the narrative of the, of the show just just took a complete nosedive but if you look at sweet home just in this sort of like a crazy monsters running around trying to kill people it's really cool it's really cool um where the walking dead's done a lot better with that sure they've not really attempted the sort of virus storyline but whenever they have attempted you know the narrative which is usually against another group that's at least been quite good at certain points there's been a lot of strong character development and emotional character development uh sweet home doesn't have any of that or when it tries to it just completely falls apart when it tries to do it 
Um, but you could you could argue in terms of the action side of things that because you've got these massive monsters and these weird just just weird completely out there different monsters like Resident Evil type of things that the action is arguably better in Sweet Home, but it is very very different to The Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. that is how I would compare that. Have you seen any of that Sweet Home on Netflix? No, no, I've not watched it. Okay, but uh, that was that was how I would compare those two. So. Um, there we go. Uh, and that's what we've got for you for this episode of the Walking Dead UK podcast. We'll be back next week for episode 18 of season 10. Uh, and we'll see what they've got for the uh, next week's bonus episode. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcast. Remember, there's the game uh, tonight against Crystal Palace. I hope that some effort is put into that. That would be that would be good if we could if we could score a goal that would be good as well because um, the title is slipping away very fast but um, we shall see uh, but you can find everything of course that we do on entertainmenttalk.org all those sorts of things I just mentioned uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of it that would be great there's a few different options for you Patreon the one dollar three dollar level tiers for ad free podcast and review options if you don't want to do that that's perfectly fine you can use word of mouth and social media you can simply tell people that you know to go to entertainmenttalk.org or to look for entertainment talk on your favourite podcast platforms uh, social media you can uh, share retweet social media facebook twitter all all those different things you guys know how that works uh so you can use all those different options if you want to uh david is posting up-to-date reliable tv and film news over on geek town geektown.co.uk and geek town radio this week's geek town radio is available to be listened to so go and check that out after we're done here um had gray on this week discussing some uh, some different things that was that was quite good to listen to so uh, check those out on tuesdays and geektown.co.uk throughout the week for all that news uh beck streams pretty much daily over on twitch trista bites trista b-y-t-e-s go and give her a follow over there uh one day sometime soon soon i'll be streaming again something i don't know what but uh, if you want to follow me and keep up to date with that uh, etalk uk on twitch you can go and give me a follow over there uh, barry started doing some of his podcasts again those are the geektopia not to be confused with geek town but geektopia on uh youtube if you search for that you can subscribe to him on there that's for his sort of dc podcasts and then he's got his other channel which is talk and stalk that's for his horror podcast over on youtube get yourself subscribed to both of those channels as well thanks very much for listening and we'll see you again next week goodbye bye